Welcome back. It's the Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, more music, better variety. It's Thursday morning, 6.30. Do you know where your Lee Goldberg is? I do. He's actually on the uh, on the phone with us right now, breaking down the weekly high school football top 10 poll. Of course, you can catch the fifth quarter uh, Friday nights starting at 11.15 on WCSH 6. Good morning, Goldie. Good morning, Matthew. How are you, sir? I am doing all right. Thanks for uh, thanks for once again uh, uh Finding a few minutes in your busy day to uh, to speak with us about the goings on of the region because we're hitting crunch time on high school football. Uh, crunch time, I would say so. This is it. Uh, and for some schools, uh, they're already done. Uh, the class, you know, some of the class D uh, South teams have already played their seven games. So, uh, yeah, this is it. Week eight. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we have to talk about the weather. You know, I, I try not to get too worked up over because you really never know what's going to happen until you wake up and you look outside and go, huh. Um, so it is raining, or I guess it's not raining, or whatever. So it could be an issue, and here's why. This time of year, athletic directors uh, are super protective of their fields because unless there's turf, you've got possibly lots of teams that need to use your, your facility. You've got field hockey's in playoffs, soccer playoffs will be starting now next week, um, and, and obviously football. So, you know, there's a chance, uh, depending on your facility and what you have, that you're going to have three different teams that need playoff games played on a grass field. And if it is as torrential a rain as what is expected for Friday, you have to make that decision because you can't tear up your field uh, with a wet football game and that would really end up screwing your soccer teams or your field hockey teams uh, out of, you know, being able to play their playoff games on on a nice surface. So it's going to be real interesting, you know, obviously case-specific to – um, who decides to play Friday and who decides to just move it to Saturday when the weather is supposed to be markedly better. Also keep in mind with a lot of huge matchups on the schedule, you know, and, and I'm not saying this is the driving force, but there's a lot of money to be made at these games. I mean, you know, Bonnie Eagle and Thornton Academy, it's going to be a big game. There's going to be a ton of people that come to that. And will they come in a driving rainstorm on Friday where maybe they'd be more apt to come on Saturday when it's nicer? And do you want to lose that gate? Do you want to lose the crowd? Do you want to lose the money that comes with it? So it's going to be interesting to see who actually plays on Friday um, and who doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have region and you have a bunch of rivalry games this week, even with teams that you know maybe aren't at the top of the standings, but there are some playoff things going on. Like locally here, we have Lewis and Edward Little. You know, that would be a question I'd have to ask. You know, like, do I want the game on 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 the rainy day or do I want the beautiful nights like we've had all year long? So, always tough decisions that they have to make, Lee. So yeah, I can I totally. Uh, a lot of things I got to take into effect. It's not a job I'd want to have, that's for sure. No, and it's a nightmare, you know, logistically from a media standpoint to try to figure out because our schedule is set. Like everybody knows where they're going Friday, but by about noon Friday that could change. Uh, and then all of a sudden you have to reroute everybody, figure out which games actually are being played, and move. You know, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's not the AD's concern, but from my standpoint, that's kind of what I worry about. Is Friday's gonna be a long day? you know, making calls and trolling social media to figure out what you found out as far as cancellations and all that stuff. So it should be interesting, but there's a ton of big games this week. Obviously, uh, a lot of them speak for themselves, and so there's, there's a lot to get to here in our top 10 poll. Let's jump into the high school football top 10 polls. Start down at number 10 and work our way up to number 1. Yeah, dropping down all the way to number 10, but staying in the top 10 is Sidiford. Uh, top loss of the Tigers at Kennebunk on Friday night. That's the game I was at. Stayed start to finish. Uh... The score was closer than the game. Kennebunk really was it was pretty one-sided. Biddeford just could get nothing going offensively. Uh, the Biddeford defense is good enough to keep it in games. 
Um, but uh, offensively, they really struggled against the Kennebunk defense. And, you know, going into this game, Kennebunk and Bedford were the top two defenses in Class B South. And no surprise that, uh, you know, the defenses, you know, pretty much dominated the game. It was 7 nothing at the half. So, uh, actually, they might have been 10 nothing. No, it was actually 7 nothing. yeah, at the half. So, um, you know, Bedford stays in the top ten. I mean, this is the end of the season for Brian Curran's kids. Um, you know, they're, they're still one of the teams to beat, but now Kennebunk's in that conversation. So Bitterford's in at number 10. All right. We'll move right up to number 9. Uh, ninth place, Cape Elizabeth. The Capers are undefeated. Uh, what they've been looking for... I'm sorry, I lied to you. Ninth place is MCI. I didn't mean to lie. It wasn't on purpose. Ninth place, MCI. <laughs> uh, MCI's kind of had an interesting run here because they've been the past couple of weeks matched up with other teams that are undefeated also or a one-loss team, and this is going to be the test, and MCI is just killing everybody. I mean, uh, we thought, you know, maybe Class D North would be competitive. Maybe, you know, a team like Orno would have a shot, um, and they just blew them out of the water. So uh, MCI is the team to beat there uh, in Class D North, and uh, they are the ninth-ranked team. Okay, now eighth place, there's Cape Elizabeth. There's the Capers. Uh, The Capers are still undefeated like they were two minutes ago. Uh, and uh, this is the game they've been talking about. This is one of those weather games. I talked to Tim Roach this week from Wells because Cape's going to play Wells. Both teams are 7-0, and and home field advantage throughout the playoffs is at stake. It's a big game, uh, you know, because you want to have your playoff games at home. So um, and he said they're playing Friday, and I'm like, you know, it could be Friday. He's like, well, we want to play Friday. We don't mind playing on the wet field. And so, you know, I don't know. If, you know, he doesn't get to make that call. It's made by the athletic administrator, so... That'll be a game to watch out for, though, because he wants to play regardless of weather uh, on Friday night. Uh, but, you know, all the coaches always want to play. So we'll see if uh, discretion becomes a better part of Valor there, and they end up moving it to Saturday. But that's a, that is the game to watch out for, certainly, in Class C South. Like I said, top spot for the playoffs up for grabs. Won't affect either team in the grand scheme of things. One of them's going to be the number one seed. The other one's going to be the number two. It really just fast forward you a few weeks to figure out which team would get to host the regional championship game if you're assuming that both teams are going to make it. So uh, that's how that shakes out. In seventh place, it's Wells. So this, you know, we just talked about both of them. Cape and Wells, you know, this is this is the game. Uh, both teams tremendous defensively. Cape Elizabeth, I believe, last I checked, and I don't have it in front of me right now, had given up the fewest amount of points in the state uh, of any team in any class. So not only can they put up points, but they've been keeping people off the scoreboard as well. And Wells is a, is a pretty well-oiled machine offensively. So that is just going to be a tremendous, tremendous game uh, to watch out for. Uh, in sixth place, it is Scarborough. Uh, the Red Storm uh, have had a great year. Um, they've, you know, been, like I mentioned last week, the, the second kind of second tier of, uh, of the Class A uh, South. If you, if you want to get through TA and Bonnie Eagle and put Scarborough next, and they certainly deserve that. So, um, that's where they are, and they come in ranked in sixth place. Fifth place moving up this week is Kennebunk. The Rams uh, deserve to be in fifth. Again, very uh, impressive performance over Biddeford last week. Joe Rafferty's kids uh, are undefeated, uh, will likely stay that way, and will likely be the top seed uh, in Class B South when those playoffs begin, which would mean they get to host uh, as long as they stay alive. I'd love to see uh, that kennebunk Biddeford rematch if it gets to that, uh, because that would be really fun to watch. Uh, moving up to fourth place this week, it's Portland. Uh, the Bulldogs haven't lost since opening night when they lost a tight one to Scarborough. They've run off uh, six in a row now, or six and one. They'll play South Portland in the annual Battle of the Bridge game on Saturday, so uh, you know that will put Portland to seven and one, and uh, they will be uh, the number one seed 
in uh, Class A North when the playoffs begin. So that's a it's a huge, huge season for Coach Hartman and the kids because they've had injuries all over the place and to still run off a seven and one record. I think is very impressive for them. It says a lot about the job he's been doing and his staff there. And uh, you know they will be the team to, to beat and they get to play home uh, throughout the playoffs there in Class A North. Uh, in uh, third place is uh, Brunswick. Uh, really have said about as much as you can say about Brunswick. I mean, they're just, they're just, they're unbelievably good. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. I feel like I say the same thing with those guys every week. It's a broken record. Uh, they're efficient on offense, uh, and, and they can get you, uh, they can get you so many different ways. And defensively, they're almost impossible to move the ball on. I mean, if you look at Brunswick's, you know, games, the majority, and I'm going to say, without, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm going to guess, and, I, and if I did the research, I would assume, I think it would be pretty close, 85%, 80 to 85% of every point they've given up this season has been in the second half when the subs are in and the game's already out of hand. And I think that's probably pretty close. Their first-team defense does not give up much. Uh, and they're always just so far ahead that Coach Cooper has the luxury of pulling some of the kids out and, and getting them rest. Uh, I don't know that he's had teams play an entire game all year. So um, they, that's how good they've been all year, and there's no reason to think anything different. And there's no doubt they're the team. If they don't make it to the state championship game, that might be the biggest upset of any team in any class. I mean, that's the team that if you could pick one out of out of the eight teams that are going to make it to the state championship weekend, Brunswick would be my number one seed that I can tell you, I guarantee you they're going to get there. That would be the biggest upset if they don't. Uh, in second place, Bonnie Eagle. This week, Bonnie Eagle is actually getting one first place vote. Uh, the Scots have converted one of our voters uh, that was voting for Thornton Academy is now voting for Bonnie Eagle. So Bonnie Eagle is getting that one first place vote. Uh, Bonnie Eagle and Thornton Academy play each other Friday night or Saturday. Um, <laughs> Friday. Uh, I mean, that, you know, what else can you say? You've got two 7 0 teams that play in Class A South that are going to beat the crap out of each other. And the same things we said about Wells and Cape, you know. Both teams are fine. One of them is going to be the one. One of them is going to be the two. But one of them is going to get to host the, the regional championship game if it should get there. And, and you know, the big difference here, and, and kind of like Wells and Cape, Wells plays on grass, Cape plays on turf. Von Eagle plays on grass, TA plays on turf. So home field advantage for those schools is a little bit different because you're not just talking about the home crowd. You're talking about the surface that you play the game on, uh, which could make a definite difference, certainly when it gets colder in mid-November. So... Uh, huge game. Bonnie Eagle gets it at home. Uh, whenever they play Friday or Saturday, that's no doubt that's the game to watch out for. Uh, and you can make your arguments why both teams would win. Uh, so Bonnie Eagle sitting there in second. Thorne Academy is obviously number one. They're getting nine first place votes instead of ten. Uh, but, you know, you're talking about in our top ten, you know, teams, four of them are going to play each other this week. And with so much at stake, I mean, literally home field advantage, you know, in the playoffs. And, and through the championship game. So tons going on in this eighth and final week. I just throw on top of that the, the possibility of some crazy weather, and this is going to be a, quite a finish to the regular season, Matty. Certainly will be Lee Goldberg from WCSH6. He joins us each week for the weekly Hesco Football Top Temple. Of course, you can catch the fifth quarter Friday night, possibly something going on Saturday, because there may be some more games moved then. That'll be Friday night, 11-15. And, of course, you can... Uh, See all the events on Channel 6, WCSH 6. Lee, as always, thank you very much. And, uh, uh, take care. We'll talk next week. Playoff football not that far away. Dodge some raindrops on Friday night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.